Thank you for tuning into Air and Earth, the podcast that lifts you up and keeps you grounded. I'm your host, Melissa Moffat, and I'm here to share some information that I've found helpful in my own life, as well as interview people on topics ranging from self-love of body, soul, and mind, social, environmental, and animal justice, mindfulness, business, relationships, ethics, and so much more with the intention of supporting you on your healing and growth journey as you strive to love yourself, those around you, and the planet just a little more. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of Air and Earth Podcast. Today I have a super juicy info-filled episode for you. This episode is actually a class I taught all about money mindset and how to interact with your money in a way that feels aligned and good, how to look at savings differently, debt differently, spending differently, how to clear out guilt. I cover a ton in this class and I truly believe that changing your mindset, changing your internal structure, changing your default about how you feel about things sets off a chain reaction that changes your external outcomes in ways like what happens in your career, how money comes to you, how much you have in your savings account, what you're able to do with your money, how you feel when you spend. All of these things are so important and it helps us to lift ourselves up and then go out into the world and lift others up too. I'm teaching these free open classes right now for the next week because Worthy and Wealthy, my money mindset course is open for enrollment for just another week. So Let's dive in. I tell you some more about the course in the episode, but you can also learn more down in the show notes. There is a link to where you can learn more and sign up for the course. It's a freaking amazing course, and I would love to have you in it. So get your journal, get your listening ears ready, get present, because we are about to dive into this class. All right. I love you so much. Please share this episode up. If you found this helpful, post on your Instagram story and I'll give you a repost. Please leave a review, a rate, a subscribe. All of those are so helpful in me sharing the show. I'm so thankful for you. Thank you for being here. I love you. I love you. I love you. Let's dive in. I'm going to do some teaching. We're going to do some shares at the end um, since this is a nice little compact call. I'm going to kind of like talk about a little bit of the stuff that we watched, but I would really recommend if you haven't seen the recording, go watch it. It's in the emails I send out. If you have any questions, just shoot me a DM on Instagram or an email and I can direct you to where that recording is. But it's a full, like another hour long class about clearing money past stuff. So the stuff that's like, right, we have all these like uncomfortable memories and this, you know, societal programming around money, guilt, shame, things like that, which is totally normal. And, um, and it's part of, it's part of life. It comes up, right. Um, either passed down through generations or through, you know, things that we've experienced, but through our, through our evolution. So, so we have all this gunk that's holding us back, these fears, and we may consciously see them, but we, most of the time we kind of ignore it. It's subconscious, right? It's just sitting there. We don't even realize it. There's some stuff that I've realized about how I feel about money that it's like hit me. And I'm like, how did I never see that? Like, I remember I, um, I'll just tell this story really quickly just to give some reference about why it's important to clear the past. I, I've been growing a business, right? Because I'm, I'm teaching more and more people. I've been able to bring people into the team like Allie. Um, I just brought in someone new today, the third member of the, the Worthy team, which is super exciting. Um, and I started a relationship with someone about six months ago. And I've had like a weird thing about talking about business stuff with them. I, I cleared it. But like at first I was like, why do I feel so uncomfortable with sharing about my business and I knew that I had a trigger whenever I heard anyone say or whenever I started to think about having both a career and success and a job you love and also having love I felt like uncomfortable and you know it's a trigger right if you feel uncomfortable you're like that's just not 
like, you know, it just brings up so many uncomfortable feelings and it comes out in how we act. Like I just wasn't feeling comfortable with telling him about what was going on with my job and all of that. And we were like watching a movie or something on like Christmas day. And it hit me like my parents got divorced and my dad worked a lot, but I, I didn't feel like that was the thing that was holding me back, but it hit me. It was like my, my longest relationship ever ended a couple years ago as I was transitioning from being an engineer to being what I am now, like a teacher. Right. And one of, I remember him saying that he was afraid for me that I wasn't going to be able to do this basically. So I was like, dude, of course I wouldn't feel safe to be in a relationship and also be building a career. And if I hadn't have been open enough to realize that I could have just kept like suppressing myself around him and not feeling open to express what it is that I'm doing and how I'm passionate about it and how I love it and the things that I'm working on. And now like, now that I feel that, that weight release, he's like, he's been so supportive. So that's just one example from my life. I just wanted to kind of like touch base with some of the stuff we talked about in the last call, but there's, there's a whole hour about the past stuff, but it's super important because you can be building like an abundance mindset and you can be being like, yeah, I have all these goals. Yes. Yes. We're going to do this. Like I'm going to change my career. I'm going to ask for that raise. But if you have still underneath you all of like the dirt and grime and heaviness, you're basically just like building something shiny and beautiful on something that's like, like not secure and stable. Does that make sense? Like it's the foundational piece to clear that stuff away. So you have the space for the ideas and the opportunities and that flow. So we're going to talk about the present. I'm also going to be asking you some questions throughout and yeah, be open. This is, this is a safe space. We're all in this together. We're all working through the same stuff. Um, we're doing this together. Okay. And I love you all so much. Everything is every emotion, every, you know, memory, whatever it is, every dream is welcome here. Okay. So let's meditate for a moment. Let's just like drop in and have a little, a little meditation moment. Um, this will just be a few moments just to kind of ground down a little bit. Okay. So everybody get comfortable. You can either sit up straight or relax into your chair. Go ahead and close your eyes. And just take notice of how you feel. Physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. No need to try to change anything. Just loving yourself right where you are, full acceptance. Maybe you feel a little tightness or a little like, what are we gonna talk about today? Maybe you feel excited. Maybe you feel a mixture of things, but just notice those emotions and notice where they live in your body. And then, Empty the lungs and then start to fill up. Breathing in nice, clean, fresh air. Holding at the top. And then sighing it out. Letting yourself relax. Settle in. Ground down. Again, breathing out and then breathing in. Filling up the lungs, holding at the top. <sighs> and then again, sighing it out. Deciding right now that you get to be open. You get to see your mind, your life, reality in a new way. Knowing that you are a good person. You deserve happiness love, adventure. You deserve to feel good. And you also have these incredible gifts, of kindness and love that you know you get to give to others and lift others up. And whether that be through a relationship, a family member, 
your career, whatever it is, you get to have this beautiful exchange. And some of those exchanges you get to receive money for. And right now you feel yourself letting go of any shame, fear, guilt, frustration, unworthiness feelings of receiving. You feel safe to keep the money. You feel safe to save it. You feel safe to spend in aligned ways that is investing into who you are, into who you are becoming, into the life you are building. You also find joy in circulating that money back into what you believe in. You feel confident and good and thankful when you swipe your card, when you buy your groceries, when you donate, when you, when you buy things that, that are not only good for you, but are good for the people who are creating these products and this food and all of this nourishment in so many ways. Breathing in, breathing out, feeling gratitude in your heart, feeling beautiful potential, feeling love. Mm. Just being thankful, 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 thankful. You are at peace. You are supported. You are so very, very blessed. You are strong. You are resilient. You have so much good to give to the world. You don't let fear stop you in that showing up. And everything you need, when you take the steps, the next steps that are calling to you, everything you need comes to you. But you have to start walking. Again, coming back to that gratitude, willingness to learn, to willing the willingness to see things in a different way. Breathing in, sighing it out, and then opening the eyes. Hey, friends. Okay, so let's talk about money presence. All right, we talked about the clearing. Again, if you haven't watched that, go watch it. It's really good, super helpful. Um, now we're going to talk about how to interact with your money in a way that's going to help you feel better about it, help you save more, help you make more, all of these things. Um, I have like a list of things I want to talk about over here and I'm completely changing the order in my mind now, which I want to talk about it. First of all, first of all, let's talk about what is an abundance mindset. Okay. So abundance is like, it's this word, right? Like, but what does this even mean? Because I think it could be kind of like, sometimes when we hear it, it's like a lot of feelings can come up. Sometimes like, yes, I want to be in abundance, but like, what, like, what does that even mean though? Okay. So for, for me, abundance is not about the money. All right. Money can come from feeling abundant, more savings, more aligned spending, right? Which when you're spending better, it also helps you to earn better. Um, but it's, it's a feeling. Okay. So it's something that you can start to practice with things outside of money. And that's where I would say to start. So I used to be someone who always felt tight around everything, especially my time. Does anybody feel that? Like there's never enough time, like you're having to rush or like the day just slips by and things are like, life is just like going quickly. Does anybody feel that? So that's a beautiful place to start. Um, just allowing yourself to be like, you know, actually, I don't have to get 8 billion things done today. Actually, I do have enough time to do everything I need to do. Actually, I do have enough time to meditate and to rest and to have fun. 
Like I'm allowed to do all of these things. Actually, my worth doesn't have to be tied to my productivity, even though so much of society, you know, here in Western countries says it does. Or that I have to work more and work harder and work night and day in order to get this career started, in order to make more money, right? That's the first place to start is just saying, okay, I am enough, I have enough, and I do enough. The second place just, I mean, there's so many places to, to start, honestly. I remember when I was kind of first getting started teaching and being in the online space, there felt like it, it, there was an easy, like, feeling of being pulled into this need to compete, right? Or that like, I've had people before say, well, there's so many people who are teaching online right now. Or there's so many yoga teachers out there. Does anyone ever feel that? There's, so, there's people who have done this before, okay, right? So the shift there into the abundance <laughs> is saying that, oh, you have tech issues. Can everybody hear me okay? Are we good? Okay, and you fill this with, okay, there's so many people who are selling skincare. There's so, but like when you get real and you're like, okay, but actually there's a lot of people who need this right now. More people are looking for online classes. More people are interested in wellness. And if we can stay in that open place and decide this isn't about how many people are going to come to me and support me, this is how many people I'm going to be able to open up and support. Do you see that shift? It's the mindset of serving others. Like I am here, I have something to say. I have something that's going to help people and people freaking need it. So I'm going to show up and give them what they need and they're going to come. And some people come to me, some people go to others, some people turn me down and that's okay because there's always going to be someone else who's going to click with me and love what I have to say. Really just like that subtle shift of like, actually, this isn't about what I'm going to get out of it. It's about how much I can put into it. And that's the same thing with your time. Like I'm putting like this goodness into the time. So you can just start to like practice this all the time. Practice it with your time, practice it with, you know, how you're thinking about moving forward in your direction. Practice this with like things like food. I love like just going out into nature and thinking about like how freaking abundant like this earth is and how beautifully supported we are in this like amazing and perfect way that we tend to screw up a lot, but like there's this beautiful balance happening, right? And also like when it comes to money, if you're feeling like a tightness around your money, just coming back to this feeling of like, I'm safe. <laughs> like actually like things are good because so many of us here, we're like designed to have anxiety, right? Like it's been built into our system, um, this need to perform. But really, we don't, we honestly don't need that much, you know, and we can decide, okay, I'm going to feel calm. I'm going to feel relaxed. I'm going to be happy and satisfied with what I have, but also it's okay for me to want more. I think the most beautiful place to build off of is that place of full acceptance and gratitude and appreciation. So loving how much you already have, loving what you've already done. And then from there, saying, okay, from this place, now I can choose to want more. Now I can choose a different direction or a more clear direction. And it, it just helps so much to build from that place of love instead of the place of needing to force and needing to fight and needing to like make it happen. Does everyone feel that, that shift of energy a little bit? And do you see how naturally if you're deciding every day, and this is something like this, this kind of work and this kind of practice, this, you're rewiring yourself. You're relearning your, your way of being here, right? So it does take some time. And that's where gentleness with yourself comes in and love and compassion, right? But it also takes consistency and time to get momentum going. And over time, you change your default. You change how you naturally react to things and how you show up. Over time, something that used to trigger you and something that used to be upsetting, you'll be resilient instead. And once you 
you change that, that place where you're operating from, if it's more from an openness and love and like, there's plenty of time and like, I got, <laughs> I got everything I need in the world to make these things happen. And like, I'm here to serve and I'm here to love people. And I'm like, I'm here to receive in return the opportunities, the inspiration, the students, like everything gravitates to you in a much more profound way than from the place of being closed off. But just know that like, as you're working through it, there'll be some back and forth. It's okay. Some days you'll wake up and feel uncomfortable and tight and scared all, all day. And that's fine because you're developing tools, right? You're developing a new way of learning. Make sense? So you recommend to just talk to yourself out of your thoughts when you hit a trigger? There are a thousand different things you can do when you hit a trigger, girl. <laughs> you're, you're in the course. So like when you go through the course, you'll learn like all, there's a lot in there about different practices that you can do. But I would def, I mean, like definitely like step back and be like, what is this emotion that I'm feeling? Where does it come from? Why am I feeling this? What am I afraid of? What is actually reality here? How do I want to choose to believe instead? And you can meditate, you can do things like tapping. There are like dance practices you can do, journaling. But overall, the, the point of this is to make consistent, gradual change that will be able to, over time, really impact how you're saving, how you're spending, how you're receiving money. The next thing let's talk about, let's talk about building clarity. So I don't know if anyone resonates with this, but I used to not like looking at my money situation. <laughs> I remember one time I was asked, this is when I was self-employed, right? So I wasn't on salary and I was asked how much I made. And I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> I had no idea because I didn't want to look at it because like part of me just like didn't want to know because I felt ashamed or embarrassed or something like that because I wasn't as far as long as I felt pressured to be or you know felt scared um but the same can be true like if you have debt you know I've talked to people who just have no idea how much debt they have and just don't want to look at it right because it feels terrifying to look at it and when you look at it you're like how is this ever going to be paid off even though we talked about this some in the last call right like it's something that you consciously chose as an investment in yourself knowing that over time you'd be able to pay it off and like nothing terrible is happening to you you make your monthly payments and you go on with your life but still sometimes it feels suffocating even though it doesn't have to right so i one of the biggest things i think fear can come from is lack of clarity if you don't know what's going on and if you're not in relationship with your financial situation and if you're not comfortable looking at it, of course you're going to feel uncomfortable when it comes up. When you spend, you're going to be like, well, what's about to happen here? How much of my money am I spending? Am I like running out? Is this like card going to decline? Like what's going to happen? But if you take a little time each day to build clarity, right? To actually like look at your accounts to look at how much is coming in, to look at what you're spending, to look at your debt. And when the, you know, like when there's money in the bank, looking at it and being like, I'm so glad you're here. We're, we're hanging out. You are safe in this account. I'm going to use you for good in the world. I'm going to use you to invest in myself. And also like, sometimes we're just going to go down to the farmer's market and get a bouquet of flowers because that sounds nice. And just like letting yourself look at things Isabel, yeah, I started, okay, so yeah, you're in the course too, okay. I started looking at my money in the bank account now since I'm in the course, but I didn't think about looking at my debts. Yeah, that's something I'm still ignoring. I didn't realize, yeah, okay. So that's a big one too, because you look at it, right? You're paying it off over time. You're not necessarily, um, you know, immediately doing something, but it, it can help you, the more you're conscious of it, it can help you over time if it's something you want to pay off more soon, you may start to prioritize it more. Or you may be like, actually, I'm totally cool with having this debt. This is fine. Like nothing terrible is happening here. Like it's just this number. It's not something I have to ignore all the time. It's just this number <laughs> on a statement and I pay it off and it's fine. 
So if you can look at it, right, you'll get more comfortable with it. It won't feel like this like heavy, like, oh, I have debt, I have student loans. So yeah, if you're someone who's uncomfortable with debt, you gotta face the fears and just start looking at it. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? I've consciously ignored my debt until now. It was so overwhelming. Yeah. And totally understandable too. Like there's a few different things like why it's overwhelming. First is the societal stuff, right? Some debts are good. Some debts are bad. House mortgage. You got it going on. You got a house girl. Ooh. But some others, even if you like consciously chose to, to put something on a credit card, and then, and we talked about this, okay, I'm just going to talk about it again, because this is so important. E even if you have debt from maybe not, it wasn't like an investment, it was like an accident, like, oops, I spent too much money on my credit card, or something like that. That's also something you can clear through forgiveness, and through <sighs> letting yourself off the hook, like you did it, it's fine, you can still, you're going to make more money, and you can pay it off, and in the future, you can move forward and decide, okay, I'm actually going to be more conscious about my spending, which is something else we're going to talk about. And that's why I think financial empowerment is so important because it's not just about us. It's about changing the future for, you know, for other women, for people who, you know, like traditionally have ha not had as much access to resources, people of color, um, you know, immigrants, whatever we can decide like through our own empowerment and how we are spending our money and how we are talking about money and how we are voting and things like that we can decide how things get to shift in the future and how things get to be better not only for ourselves but for others that's why this is so important all right let's talk about we're going to talk about spending and we're going to talk about saving um i'll tell you some of my stories so <laughs> I remember whenever I used to, especially once I was off like a salary, right? Whenever I would go into the grocery store or had to like make an investment in myself, it was so scary. It was so scary. <laughs> like swiping my card always made this, like this gut wrenching, like, I'm spending money. I'm so much, we're all different, right? We have different, like, how we show up with money. There's some people who it's easier for them to spend, but it's really hard to save. I'm someone where it's easier for me to save and then I don't want to spend any of it. Don't make me spend any of it. I don't want to spend, don't, I'm not going to give it away to anyone. It's going to sit in my bank and I never feel like there's enough there for a safety net. So yeah, it's different for everyone. Okay. Isabella says it's been scary and really nerve wracking to spend money on things outside of rent and food. Yeah, because there's that fear like, oh, if I spend money on this, how am I gonna pay the rent? Or how am I gonna buy the food? Like that feeling like you're not gonna be able to have enough for, for all of it. And I'm not saying, okay, screw that and just go out and spend all of it. But what we can do is gradually over time be like, okay, I'm gonna choose to consciously invest in this and like, I'm deciding that I'm gonna increase my income because I'm either gonna change careers or I'm gonna ask for a promotion or I'm gonna to switch to a job that pays me more or I'm gonna raise my prices or whatever it is, I'm gonna take on some more students. Um, and over time by that gradual, okay, I'm allowed to buy this, I'm allowed to do this. One of my things recently is deciding that I'm allowed to get a monthly massage. <laughs> that used to be like out of the question, right? But now it's like, okay. I can spend on that. That's fine. I can spend on like things for me. Um, what else? Especially with loss and in income right now. Okay. Yeah. So you're talking about the fear of spending there. Yeah. 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 I, I hear that completely. Like that's why I feel like now is a really good time to talk about this. Um, there's a lot more, there's a lot more heightened energy around, around money these days. Uh, Rachel, I spend for instant gratification. Okay, that way it's like kind of like a numbing or like, ooh, I get a little hit. Ooh, I got that. I used to do that too. When I was when I was a teenager, I remember I like would buy clothes and it was like, why did I I just got clothes that like I never wore? Why? Why? That little dopamine hit. It was nice. But you don't make big investments. Okay. So it's like Deciding where do I actually want to spend my money? What do I want with my future? What is actually supportive and feels good? 
Is it these little things here and there? Which I'm not saying don't spend on little things that only spend on big things. I'm saying what is important to you, you know? Is organic produce important to you, but you don't let yourself buy it, but you buy other things that you don't need because it's on sale? What's important to you? Where do you actually be, like want to be spending your money? Teresa says, I think long and hard about where I spend, like an item I legit need spends weeks in my Amazon cart kind of thing, yeah. And I am learning to give myself permission to spend in places I want to support, invest in like my friends' businesses and myself, yeah. Yeah, just like self-awareness, self-awareness. It's being empowered. You know, these are the things that work for me and maybe I feel pressure to spend in some of these other ways. Or I've been in habit, or this used to work for me, but it it's not who I am anymore. It's not who I'm becoming. And I make sure to spend only on things I really need or care about, but I feel limited times and guilty if I want to spend money on other things. Okay, so that's a really, like, explore the guilt. Where does the guilt come from? The more you can kind of, like, if a feeling is coming up around an uncomfortable feeling, around anything having to do with money, if you can kind of trace it back and be like, why is this appearing here? It, it will help you be in that more in that place of power with it. Mm -hmm. And something that you can gradually transition. Isabel, I'm nervous to see the numbers go down when I buy things, especially if I'm buying something for myself. that's not groceries. Yeah, I hear that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mantras are really great for that. You know, saying like, I'm making, I'm making an investment here. Like deciding, not getting numb when you swipe the card or being like, oh, I'm just going to do it. But making it like a spiritual practice, right? Like when you go to the grocery store or my friend and I, her name's Olivia. Allie, you know Olivia. She lives here in Boulder. We, we make it a practice to get our nails done. And when we get our nails done, we talk about how good this is for us, right? Not only for us, but like, it's also good for like, we're, you know, supporting this business. We go to a, you know, like an eco salon. So it's like, okay, we're like helping transition into more environmentally, environmentally friendly businesses. But we're like, we get to do this for ourselves and we get to have this like moment where there is glitter. And when I am typing, I see the glitter and it just shines in the sunshine and it makes me feel so good inside. And when I'm talking on this class and like telling them about my course, I'll do this and the glitter will just like, woo, it'll just mesmerize, you know? Like, anyway, that's one example. But like, if you go to the grocery store, before, when you're in line, you can say, okay. And this is, I give this example in the class. So this is kind of a repeat, but whatever. I think it's a great example. When you're at the grocery store, as you're getting prepared to swipe the card, don't just like get numb and swipe the card and then go about your day and pretend nothing happened. Take a moment, take a breath. Look at all the food that you're getting for yourself. That, that grew in the ground somewhere. Someone made this product, someone made this recipe. And now you get to buy it, you get to support this grocery store, you get to support this grocery store worker and you get to consume it for your nourishment. How amazing. Right? So if you can do that with every little thing, make every little thing a conscious purchase, a gratitude purchase, and think into yourself, this is an investment. Like even when you get food, I'm doing this as a way to support myself so that I can support others so that I can, you know, money will come back to me with everything. And if you feel uncomfortable before you spend, pause. Take a, take a pause and ask yourself, where is this coming from? Am I about to just like unconsciously spend for that dopamine hit? Or is this, you know, is this my fear of investing in myself? Is this me being afraid that the numbers are going to go down and that the money's not going to come back to me? Like, what is this? And explore it. Heal it. You have the power to do that. Okay. Do you want to talk about guilt? Do what feels good to you. Make up, make up your own affirmations that feel good to you. Okay. So we talked about guilt a little bit in the last class, but let me just touch on it. Okay. so. We, <laughs> we talked about this before, but like we here, I'm just going to go ahead and trust that you all are like decent people, right? Especially in a time like now, of course, there's going to be guilt and fear around earning money, but that's all the time, right? Because people are suffering. 
people are struggling. People have lost their jobs. People are losing income. People are dying. Like that's, that's what's happening. And that's part of life. That's always happening, honestly. And what comes up when you have that compassion, but this isn't maybe necessarily, I wouldn't classify this as compassion actually, because compassion's a little more in power and, and, and being okay with receiving because you're going to help people. You're, you're kind of taking on the suffering of others and saying, because others are suffering, I have to suffer too. Because others can't earn money, who am I to earn money doing something that I love that's fun? Right? But then the question is, how is that helping them? How can we help someone? How can we change the world from that place? How can we change the lives of our family, of our friends, our community, whoever it is, whatever your dream is, how can you, you don't have to suffer with them. You can rise up and pull them up too. Through donating, through spreading kindness and love, through, you know, going back to your favorite coffee shop that's been closed and leaving a big old tip, right? So the guilt is just really, honestly, a lot of times guilt is a fear of how others are going to perceive you if you're thriving and others might judge you. They might, and that's okay because you have stuff to do. You have people to help. You have work, right? In this world that you're called to do. Okay. Then we'll talk about saving. How do you all feel about saving? What is your, what are your saving habits? Like what are your savings goals? Next class, we're going to talk about receiving a bit more and setting goals and making money. Okay. So there's a few things about this. Um, we have, we have some, some limits, some boundaries, right? It's the same with how we interact with people. We, we radiate what is allowed to come into our zone, right? So I used to put up with a bunch of shit in relationships. I'll just say that. But I also like, I kind of gave the shit too. So with money, it's a similar thing with like boundaries with people. We can decide that, okay, this is what I'm used to and this is what I deserve. Or we can say, okay, I'm going to like gradually increase this because I've learned that this isn't comfortable to be in this kind of relationship. And maybe this is actually what I want. So with savings, maybe you're used to only having a certain amount. Maybe you're used to being in debt and you don't know what it would feel like to have more of a savings or to be out of the debt. So you have to start to imagine and start creating this feeling of safety that, okay, I can actually have more. For me, I, when I started making more money, right, right, the business started making more money, but I, I kept the same amount in my bank account all the time. Like literally, it's like the, the exact same number. And so I started to explore, like, why is that? Why was I like spending as much as I was making? And it's because I hadn't allowed myself to be like, actually, I can decide that I am going to increase this safety net that I have. What would it feel like to move into this new level where I'm making more? but I'm also saving more and I'm spending more in that conscious way, in a way that feels good, in a way that feels like I'm adding momentum to the mission, right? And the opportunities, they come. I promise you, they come. When you're open, when you're like, I'm worth this, when you're like, I wanna save more, I wanna spend more, I'm gonna make this happen for myself, they just, they, it's like magic, things come. And the more you practice this feeling of openness and changing your default, the more momentum behind the inspiration, the ideas and the opportunities and all of that starts to show up. Does that make sense to everyone? But it really, when it comes to, to saving, it's all about safety and realizing what's possible for you, that it's okay for you to have money in the bank. 
Does that make sense? Anna said, I have struggled with saving in the past and I think that has come from feeling like I will always struggle with money and that it's supposed to be stressful. Yeah, right? If that's what you're used to, that's why we get in the same relationships over and over and over again. Whether it be friendships or partnerships, whatever it is, we just repeat the patterns because it's what we know. Unless we go in there and root around and try to like take this wire and put it over here and let's like uproot this and put it over there. It's just like that. It's just going to repeat. That's what we're doing here. What are these cycles? Cool. Okay. That's like everything I wanted to teach on. Um, I want to, is it okay if I talk to you all about worthy and wealthy, the course a little bit? I know some of you are already in it. Some of you aren't. Is that okay? There's no pressure either way, but it is something I'm offering right now. I think it's a really powerful course. It's everything that I learned that completely changed my life. And I wanted, I, I felt, honestly, I felt really, really called <laughs> to share it um, because I think it's super me needed. I think there's a lot of really incredible, amazing people out there who need to do this work to transform how they feel about money. And it'll help their lives and it'll help them help others better just to feel a little better about themselves and about their situation and to be able to save, spend and earn more. Yeah. So I thought maybe it might be fun to actually show you inside the course, what it looks like. So these are all the different modules. So we go over a bunch of different stuff and I'm always adding on. I added on before it was released to you all. Um, I had this course for people who were already in the worthy community, but I, um, I wanted to open it up to you all. So I made a bunch of upgrades, but I'm going to keep making upgrades. Um, then there's a bonus course. So this is all about career mindset. Um, so in each module, there's, you know, there's like a video lesson, there's some journaling prompts, some have meditations, there's different things scattered throughout. Um, some of them are short, but the journaling might take long, longer. Some of them, the videos are longer. You know, it's like, really, it is what you put into it that you'll get out. Um, then we have some live classes. So the other things that happen with the course, it's open now. It's open for uh, another week from tomorrow. Um, but when you sign up, you can like, you have access to the content immediately. So you get to start going through it. Um, the videos, the journaling prompts, but we wanted to have an accountability factor. So part of the course is having live calls similar to this one, just with more teaching and also like more sharing from you all. So it's more of like a community. Um, and we're going to have four of those calls. They're really great. They're always recorded. I have when those calls are up on the, the page that has all the info. Other parts of the course, I mean, there's like the careers, I call it success through fulfillment. There's the career mindset course. Um, so that's an extra thing. There is, we're doing a personal finance workshop. So I wanted, this is mostly mindset and energetics, but I also wanted to have a class where we're talking more about like tactical things, <laughs> like uh, budgeting, you know, mortgages, plans for debt, things, things like that. What else? There's a guest pass to come to one of our worthy calls. And if you do feel called to, you know, maybe get a little more support and go to the next level with what, what this team offers and what the community offers, um, there's a discount to join worthy. It's like $397 off or something like that. Uh, so you'd basically almost make back what you invested into this. It's for anyone, you know, like if you're an entrepreneur, if you're an aspiring entrepreneur, or I've also worked with money mindset with people who are on salary and working in corporate positions. Um, like I said, it's about changing how you feel. It's about changing your internal structure and that completely changes everything in your outside world. Um, we cover, I mean, like everything that I've talked about, we cover more individually and in like a way that's like, Oh, let's get in there. And you have homework like journaling so that you're looking at your own stuff. It's not just me talking at you. You're like working through your own things. Um, if you're busy, that's okay. Although we might be a little less busy right now than usual, but, um, it's work at your own pace. You have lifetime access. So anytime I do an upgrade to the course or when we have 
you know, the course is going to close in a week and then we'll have our live calls, but in a couple months, I'll open it again. I don't know, maybe in like six months or something, I'll open it again and we'll have another round of live calls. And without you having to pay anything extra, you'll have access to all of that again. So you can keep doing the work, which is what I really want you all to do is to consistently make this a part of your life so you can keep growing. So I think that's all the info I have on the course itself. And then basically what I wanted to do is to turn it over to you all and ask you like, what are your reflections? What did you learn? What's something you can take away? What's an intention you have? Um, or if you have any questions. Teresa. Okay, good. Um, so I really liked um, what you said about how guilt could be actually other people's perception of you. Because whenever I think of um, leaving my nine to five to go into yoga and wellness full time and like actually make money doing it, I always feel like, well, but so many other people are like str really struggling with their nine to five. Like, who am I to make money doing yoga, you know? Um, so it was kind of nice. It felt a little bit like a relief when you described it as like the guilt isn't coming from me. It's like coming from outside and then it's my choice to take it in. So yeah. Thanks. Yeah. That's something that I kind of had to learn the hard way because I've had people say things to me about, I like I've been on the, the receiving end of judgment. Right. And then me sitting with it and being like, but you know what? That's not actually true. Cause I actually do have an intention to help people and, you know, provide tons of free resources with this very intention, right? That like this course is, you know, it's 477, which I think it's totally worth that a hundred percent. Like I'm a hundred percent behind that. And we have payment plan options, but I know there's might be someone out there who like is choosing <laughs> to feed their kids instead or something like that. And that's why I try to offer free stuff, right? So the guilt, yeah, the guilt is just like our fear of, you know, thriving, of being like in our fullness. Because not everyone, when you're, when you're playing neutral, right? When you're like walking that line where you're like not expressing yourself and not fully creating and all of those things, you're, you're not like really reaching people but you're also not setting people off you kind of have to just like dig in and decide like this is who i am and this is what i'm here to share and some people might not understand and that's okay is there anyone who wants to share but is like holding back <gasps> isabella come on um i completely resonate with what you were saying um Teresa. that's a huge thing for me especially starting um, this consultant skincare business, it's like super awkward trying to sell something, even if I believe in it and I use it and it's not even like, I'm like trying to, you know, scam anyone or anything. It's just like so awkward breaking that barrier and feeling the confidence to, um, to receive or being open to receive initially. And then, you know, like I kind of have that, oh, but I'm now I'm going to have a money relationship with someone who's my friend. So is that going to ruin my friendship with somebody? Is that, you know, going to change everything? Or is my family going to think that I'm trying to like just get money out of everybody by asking, you know, to support my business or things like that. So I completely got that same feeling. Um, uh, when you mentioned that earlier and, and I initially actually years ago tried to move into, um, yoga teaching and it, that fear is what actually took me out of it. So I did a whole teacher training. I'm a 500 hour teacher, teacher trained, but I never wanted to teach a class because of that fear and the guilt and just that whole thing. So I completely right there with you. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. And I mean, like, you're, you're in a really safe place to explore this stuff. You know, I'm really proud of you. You took the leap and joined the course. So dive in, do the work, and you'll have some realizations there and some shifts.
and we're here to support you every step of the way. Anyone else? If I can add an affirmation, and this is something that I feel the worthy community really champions with each other. It's uh, serving as accountability buddies to each other. That's our short for accountability buddies. But typically, I know Isabella, probably within your skincare company, there are mentors or other avenues to really learn from the people that have walked the path before you. And I feel like we always have to remind ourselves that there are so many people who have walked the path before us who would be dying to share their stories, their promising practices, their failures and what they learned with you, but maybe even that opportunity for them to share and them to be helpful. Maybe they're hungry for that, but they don't, they don't even have that many um, like direct avenues. Maybe it's communication or the platform that you use to even know that you're hungry for that. So I also would remind myself if I were you that it's not only that we can learn from others, but other people are hungry to also be of service to people that were in their position a few years back or that were, that just gives them the opportunity to be connected, be in a spirit of uplifting each other, which probably all good things from the world happen from that place of mutual uplifting and that you can also be the answer to their question. Maybe they want to be more of service. Maybe they want a mentoring relationship where they're like, I just helped someone champion and be even braver in this new path. So don't be afraid to really trust in your heart that you could also be someone else's answer to something that they're looking for to set up that type of relationship. And I also share that because I've been in that situation before too. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. It's all about receptivity and openness here, you know? Yes. Okay. Cool. Deborah. Yeah. Check it out. All right. Any other questions? Any questions about anything money mindset and your reflections, questions on the course, anything like that? We still have two more calls coming up. <laughs> two more calls and then four more calls. And then... <laughs> I'm, I'm about it right now. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm so excited. I love this so much. It makes me so happy. Um, all right. Feeling inspired. That's what we love to hear. Well, we are here. Um, you can reach out to me. You can also reach out to Allie. My email is info at melissamoffa.com. Shoot me an Instagram DM. Allie responds to worthy at melissamoffa.com. We, we love you and we're, we're here to support you. We love what we do. We love creating these containers and creating these shifts and we're so very thankful that you are here and that's it that's that the next call is friday 4 p.m i'll send 8 billion emails between now and then and also post about it on my story 8 billion times so you will have ample opportunities to come experience 4 p.m mountain time i live in colorado so i I say mountain time and you all can adjust and I love you all. Thank you all for being here. See you later.